What's up, everybody? This is your man, JT, also known as the Bishop. And today I want to start a new series, and we just want to talk about getting your Jesus up. It's time to get your Jesus up out there, so let's get on it. Yeah, that's what's up. Getting your Jesus up, that's what it's all about. Like I said, uh, we're going to talk about getting your Jesus up today. And today I got with me the prodigy, my cousin, Demond. Introduce yourself, man. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's uh, Demond Thomas, uh, follower, reader, student, you know, uh, of, of Jesus Christ and God, you know, filled with the Holy Ghost, saved and sanctified, as they say. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah, we, you know, we just want to hit at it, you know, talking about getting your Jesus up and some of the things we need to do as far as uh, studying the Bible, reading the scriptures, following the apostles and the prophets, what they say. Uh, you know, we just leading in talking about some of the things that uh, we hear a lot of times, you know, when we out there at work, at school, out there just in the field, at the store, some of the people we run into, some of the things that they say, talking about things like the Book of Enoch or the Apotheca. So <clears throat> we want to dive into that and kind of uh, go at those uh, particular uh, conversations and those arguments or debates that we run into. So uh, me and the mom, we're going to hit them things up. So that's what you're going to hear us talking about today because it's all about getting your Jesus up and throwing <laughs> everything else down. Hmm. So, yeah, what's up, Demond? What, 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 what's, what's the world talking about out there when it comes to uh, the Apotheca? Yeah, yeah. I always <laughs> thought, you know, I I thought it was the Apotheca, but I guess it's the Apotheca. Apotheca. I didn't, I didn't, I never heard of that. I didn't know that, but uh, I, re well, this was recently, a couple of weeks ago, I say. Yeah. Came across this guy, Quoting these scriptures, man, and he kept saying, "I thought he was saying Ecclesiastes." Yeah, but he was saying Ecclesiastical, and I'm like, "Hold on, I, I know Ecclesiastes chapter four verse three. That ain't Ecclesiastes. What are you saying? He's talking about Ecclesiastical." So I'm like, "What is Ecclesiastical, man? He's talking about this is the Apocrypha." Uh, you, Justin, you had told me about it weeks before that, but yeah. I never, I never came across anybody else, you know, telling me about it. So that had my mind intrigued. So I found out that uh, supposedly a book in there, the Book of Enoch, in the Apocrypha. So I was reading it, right? And uh, in the book, uh, one of the scriptures said that the children from heaven, or the children of heaven, mm -hmm. took the daughters of men as wives, mm -hmm. and that's how that the giants came about, and that angels connected themselves with the women. <laughs> Uh, I just, <laughs> I find that strange because yeah. <laughs> I knew immediately when I read that, that, um, that scripture was probably an interpretation, quote, of Genesis, where it said the sons of God took the daughters of men as wives. Right. Genesis chapter six. Genesis six. Yeah. And that's how the Nephilim, which was the giants came about. But the only thing is a lot of people try to pass off the Apocrypha as the word of God. Right. But it don't line up with the Bible. Exactly. And the reason I say it don't line up with the Bible is because the Bible never said angels took daughters of men as wives. Mm -hmm. It said sons of God. We men can be sons of God though. The Bible says as many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. Yeah, the sons of God. So if you got if you're led by the Spirit of the Holy Ghost, then you're a son of God. Right. And we know that because Paul said, mm -hmm. um, what manner of the love what manner of love hath the Father bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Right. So right. We can be called sons of God. So that was just talking about holy men mm -hmm. who made it with daughters of men, right. made them wives. Right. That's one point that I I knew that the Apophrica, the Book of Enoch, was not 
was not truly the word of God because it's not lining up. With, it's not lining up. Don't line up with scripture. Yeah. Another thing, um, it says that they took them as wives. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that I think it's Matthew twenty-two and thirty mm -hmm. that angels neither marry nor are given in marriage. Right. So how can an angel take a woman as a wife <laughs> if the Bible just says that they are not given in marriage nor do they marry? Right. <laughs> so it's just I feel like you got you got to be careful because I had I not known. I would have been suckered into that because you know, if I wasn't a studier or a reader, right. if I'd have had a Holy Ghost teaching me, I, I could have got suckered into that. Right, it's a fantasy. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of that is just people seeking out, they're trying to seek out things to explain the Bible, but what they really need to be seeking is the Holy Ghost. That's right. That's what it really is. Right. That's what right. it's really about. Ain't nothing wrong with studying. Like Solomon said, the heart of the righteous study the answer. But right. study holiness. Right. Be a student of holiness. Don't yeah. try to find books to describe the Bible. The Bible says a natural man cannot receive the things of God. Right. They're spiritually discerned. So you got to seek out the spirit when you're trying to... When you try to interpret the uh, the Bible. you got to seek out the Holy Ghost. Like the Bible say, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, <laughs> but the Holy Ghost teaches. The Holy Ghost Can't teaches. get all these different books to try to explain what the Bible means. Get the source. Right. The source of the Holy Ghost. It's right. God. The Bible says they that worship God. God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. You gotta seek out the, the spirit, man. Right. The spirit reveal all things to you. So don't go after all these different books people wrote. All you need is the Bible and the Holy Ghost. You'd be good. That's right. Yeah, because anybody can study books, man. Yeah. You go down to the library or something, or Google it. And you'll find out anything you want to find if you're looking for it. Yeah, and you can believe whatever you want to believe. But that don't mean it's the word of God because some man wrote it. Exactly. It took a bunch of sources. But the Bible says that holy men of God wrote the scriptures as they was moved by the spirit of God. Yep. Uh, none of those men went down to the library and studied some books and then decided, hey, I'm going to write something. Right. Thus saith the Lord. No. They got the word from God. That's why they wrote it. When they wrote it, they said, thus saith the Lord. Right. And the apostles, when they wrote, they said, as they started out their scriptures, they began to write and say, uh, Paul, uh, an apostle of Jesus Christ, chosen by God after the will of God, things of that nature. So um, we run into these issues. We we started getting into the Apotheca and uh, the Book of Enoch and all of that stuff. And like you said, the Book of Enoch, uh, angels ain't procreating with people. It's just not happening. It's just like an alligator procreating with a lion. <laughs> when you have little alligator lion babies, <laughs> they don't even cross species. So why the heck would I think something gonna come from another world and mate with us? Whose seed is in ourselves? Our seed is in us. So when I have, when I lay down with a woman, I'm gonna have little, little men, little women, just like us. Right. You know. So you know, people. And I think you quoted the scripture. You talk about uh, what Jesus said when he said that the angels. You know, if we, if we be blessed enough to make it into the kingdom of heaven, mm -hmm. then we are gonna be like the angels are. And we, you know, the angels don't marry, neither are they given in marriage. So. Why would I think that angels gonna fallen angels gonna come down from heaven and just start procreating with women because they're able to? But the devil is a lie. Yeah. You know, sadly mistaken. But anyway, you know, <laughs> all these books that people write. Uh, one other thing. Another thing I commonly come into uh, is well, how can I say? Okay. A lot of people got got the whole. Mm -hmm. My pastor says, or my minister says, or you know, it all it, it got to be about what lines up with the word of God. Yeah. Okay. Um, a lot of this one guy particularly saying 
Same guy at the Apotheca, quoting Ecclesiastical. Yeah. Ecclesiastical. Um, he was convinced yeah. that uh, we couldn't live a life without sin. I'm sorry, like that. We cannot overcome sin. Yeah. Um, I told him we could. His his exact quote was, if we could live a life without sin, mm -hmm. then Jesus came for no reason. Right. But that's not true. That's that's why Jesus came. Right, right. <laughs> the Bible said he was manifested to take away our sins. Yeah. And in him is no sin. <laughs> and whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Right. The Bible says whosoever born of God does not commit sin. That's why he came. The Bible says he that commits sins of the devil. Right. But for this purpose, the <laughs> Son of God was manifested. <laughs> that the manifested. work of the devil might be destroyed. That's why he came here, to destroy sin. So I don't care what a person is telling you. If it's not lined up with the word of God. It's not true. Exactly. Why you, would I listen to it? You can't listen to that. You know, you, you cannot listen to that. I don't care what nobody says. I'm not saying that we never sin. We've sinned before. Yes, I understand that. Right. The Bible says if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. Mm -hmm. But the scripture right after that says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of all our sins. That's right. And cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yeah. So if I go take a bath, mm -hmm. if I was dirty and I go take a bath, I'm clean now. Right. I was once sinful. The Lord cleansed me from my sin. Now I'm clean. Amen. If soap has the power to keep my body clean, the Lord has the power to keep my soul clean. That's right. So I don't want any, anybody that got any, any of the confusion, any books. He read this from a book that his pastor or whoever gave to him. That's why I'm bringing this up. Mm -hmm. You got it. Got to line up with the word of God. Got to line up with the word. Have them show you in the word where they say what they're saying. Right. Have them show you that. Another, some people try to say you don't have to be baptized. Where does it say that in the Bible? You don't have to be baptized. Mm -hmm. I, I thought Jesus said, Go ye therefore teach all nations, baptizing them in the name. That's what Jesus said. That's what he said. So have <laughs> him show you in the word. Yeah. Show me. If, if, if it's, and if it's the truth, there's nothing wrong with having questions. If it's the truth, the truth should be able to withstand a test. It should definitely be able to withstand it. You yeah. know, it's, uh, if it's the truth, whether I question it, whether I study it, right, right. Eventually, it's gonna come out to be the truth. Right. Only thing that's gonna be able to be overturned is a lie. So if it's the truth, don't be ashamed to have no questions. The Bible said there's many false prophets going out into the world, right. But to try the spirits. If you have questions, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. I, I encourage questions. I ask questions. I get questions from people. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. But it has to line up with the word. Got to line up with the word. Bottom line, got to line up with the word. Not with something they read outside the word. Exactly. You got to <laughs> line up with the word. Yeah. And, and that's the Bible. And that'd be my thing I'd be like did the prophets write it or did the apostles write it because if they didn't write it then why am I listening to what this other book is saying anyway right yeah because a lot of the time it's stuff don't line up with the word no way that's true the bible say uh, that like you said that Jesus came to save us from our sins you know mm -hmm. when he was born the prophet the old prophet that was waiting you know lifted Jesus up and said blessed is he he came to save, for, you know, save us from our sins or whatever mm -hmm. So God is good in that He sent us a Savior, that a virgin was gonna be with child, and that she was gonna save his He was gonna save his people from his sins one day. Mm -hmm. And we are his people if we call on his name, like he said earlier, and we become the sons of God if we obey him and keep his commandments. And one of the things he commanded his apostles to do was to go to Jerusalem and wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he ye have heard of me, that you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Uh so but go to Jerusalem and wait. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were sealed with the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. As the Spirit of God gave them, uh, when they began speaking tongues, the Spirit of God gave them utterance. So uh, we we see that within the confines of the Bible. So we just saying out there, you need to get your Jesus up because it's time <laughs> out for sin. Yeah. Sin must die. The scripture says, mortify therefore the deeds of the flesh. 
Uh, so in other words, mortify means to kill, so put it to death. It's got to die. You know, the lust thereof has got to be put to death if we want to live forever. Uh, and that's what it's all about, getting your Jesus up in these last and most wicked days. Mm -hmm. A lot of people come from a lot of different directions. I'm hearing a lot of new stuff. Hear a lot of new stuff out there. People talking about the Apotheca and, you know, the scriptures, you know, the Apotheca, you know, I had somebody send me a thing on it and, and you know, it showed me, you know, when the Apotheca was added to the Old Testament, it was added three, four hundred years after the apostles, after the prophets, I mean, and Moses had already written the Old Testament. Then they tried to add that into it. Mm -hmm. No, you can't do that. That's just like me going out to the library right now and adding some more books to the Bible, Justin's Bible, right. and then a thousand years from now, somebody finds and say, this is, see, this Justin's Bible has got the, the library books in here too. Mm -hmm. This should be in the Bible too, it should be included. Yeah. No, them just history books. It's telling mm -hmm. you about some history. Ain't, it ain't no word of God because it ain't from the prophets. Uh, then in the New Testament, it, they added the Apotheca to the uh, New Testament scriptures almost 300 years after the New Testament was written by the apostles. Right. So that in and of itself lets you know that that ain't the word of God. Right. And also, none of those books line up with whatever God is saying with, with the prophets and with the apostles. None of those things line up. Also, I also want to say this, that the Apotheca is not quoted by Jesus one time in the Bible. It's not quoted by the prophets one time in the Bible, right. and it's not quoted by the apostles one time in the Bible. Right. So the Apotheca itself is not quoted by none of the men of God. Mm -hmm. So if the, if the men of God ain't quoting it, I ain't quoting it, because right. it don't come from God. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. So <laughs> why would you quote that stuff? Right, I agree. And, and one thing too, I'm just thinking about, uh, you know, scripture Justin, what the word of a king is, there is power. Yeah, yeah. God is ultimate king. <laughs> And he got he has ultimate powers. He can control his word. Uh-huh. If God wanted the apocrypha to be already in the Bible, it would have been in there. Right. I don't need somebody else to tell me, oh, this is supposed to be in there. Yeah. This this guy we're talking about. Man. Right. This is the king of everything. King if of he everything. wanted on, the apocrypha to be in the Bible, right. it would have been in there. I don't need nobody else trying to come to me and add nothing else. I'm not saying that there aren't other books out there. I'm not saying that. I'm saying a guy didn't want it in the Bible. It's a reason he didn't want it in the Bible. We, we may not know the reason, but the Bible is all we need. I'm trying to add nothing else to it. If he wanted it there, it would have been there. Exactly. It would have been there. If he yeah. wanted it there, if he wanted it there, it be there. I mean, it's, that's, it's just point blank. Like I said, seek out the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost teach all things. That's that's what you really need. Everybody's trying to get these books to to interpret the Bible. The Holy Ghost. That's what we need. That's mm -hmm. that's the bread and butter right there. That's everything you need. That's get the Holy Ghost. Acts 2 and 38. Repent, be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ. For the mission of your sins, you get your Jesus you, up. Shout out to the gift of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> get your Jesus it's up. It's Christmas time. People out there buying gifts. Get the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's yeah, the best that gift. That's the best gift you can get. That's right. <laughs> I'll lead you in everlasting life, man. <laughs> get that gift of the Holy Ghost, man. Get your Jesus up out there. <laughs> people talk about what Jesus is going to do, but they don't want to do what he did. Yeah, get that Jesus up. Yeah, man, like like the mind said, where the word of the king is, there's power. And I ask people this question when we talk about uh, God being uh, uh, God and him being the king of kings and the lord of lords. I ask them this question all the time. Do you believe that God is all powerful? If you say yes to this question, then that means that God has the power to watch over his word to perform it. In other words, when he say something, he got the power to make sure it come to pass. So that if God is not the King of Kings and the Lord of Glory, mm -hmm. and he's not all powerful, then I don't have no need to fear him. That means that he ain't got all the power in his hand. He can't control everything. But however, uh, the, the, the president of, of North Korea, he controls the <laughs> word over there. He controls the, the function of the people. He controls uh, the ins and outs of what goes out in the media and everything over there. 
Uh, the people bow down to him, and when you look at him, he ain't much to look at. Mm -hmm. But if you believe that God is all powerful, then you should know that you know when the king speak. Not only does he speak, he not only does he speak in one language, but he speaks in multiple languages so that everybody can understand what he's saying. Right. And he also has it written down. He said, "Write it down." make it plain so he that read it will run mm -hmm. so so it's written down made plain in every language on the face of the earth so that everybody that hears they can hear it because mm -hmm. faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of god and when they hear the word of god they can run uh <clears throat> no king no emperor is going to write out a decree in one language right even in america when you go purchase something at the store you'd be like man this got like eight different languages written on here yeah uh, you know, you go to some stores, man, and they, they speak over the intercom. They speak in two, three different languages, depending on where you're at. Because they need the people in the store to understand that there's something in here for sale. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's something here on sale. Yeah. But, you know, God is the same. He's the king. He sends out decrees. He rules over a mass kingdom. Not just right now, but he rules throughout the ages of time. Right. So he speaks through time in different multiple languages. And he has it written in multiple languages by the prophets and the apostles so that we can understand what he is saying to us from 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 years ago, mm -hmm. and it meets, meets us right here today at this very moment. You know what I'm saying, Prodigy? Yeah, it's crazy you say that. As soon as you said he could answer a question with his word from a thousand years ago for today, bringing uh, my mind to scripture where it says, uh, the word of God is a discerner of thoughts and the tense of the heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, right, right. so years ago, he knew the question I was going to have today years ago. Right. So the word of God answered me before I was even born. That's, <laughs> hey, that's just some powerful stuff, man. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, that's powerful right there. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's right. Hey, that's right. Hey. And that's what we talk about, get your Jesus up, man, because God who separated us from our mother's womb <laughs> called us that he might reveal his son in us to this day cause, so that we might be called the sons of God. We want to be the sons of God, children of obedience and not the children of disobedience. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of fantasies I might have, or a lot of imagination I can come up with. And that's what you get when you read the Apocrypha and you read the... Uh, you start reading uh, stuff like the Book of Enoch. Yeah. There's a whole lot of fantasy in there. You got the Watchers in there, and they name a million different angels in the Book of uh, Enoch. Uh, how come all these angels ain't named in the in the in the <laughs> prophets? Yeah. Well, why are the prophets talking about all these different names? These different names, or the apostles? Right. None of them are writing about all these different angels. So that tells me. It's <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm gonna talk about law one and the other one. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Uh, you know, gotta get your Jesus up. All this fantasy and imagination, that stuff is thrown to the side. But anyway, yeah, yeah, Demond. So, yeah, what, what else was you thinking about, man? Um, something else that commonly comes to me. Um, a lot, man. I'm running into a lot of people that tell, talking to me about keeping the law, mm -hmm. the law of Moses. Um, and I, I just want before I even get into that, I wanted to say one thing. <laughs> I would never speak against the law. The Bible says the law is spiritual and holy and good. Right, I would right. never speak against it because it did serve a purpose. Right. Um, Schoolmaster. Exactly. But, you know, it's just that, like, like Jesus said, I came not to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. Fulfill it. To fulfill means to finish, it complete, to, complete, bring to an end, right. carry away. Um, I would never, he, he said not to destroy it. This is like I fulfill my terms in school. Right. But I would never go back to finish school. <laughs> right. I would never go back to kindergarten. It's already done. I would never go back to first, second, high school, middle school, whatever. Then fulfilled. You're not supposed to stay in school forever. Right. It's, it's there for a purpose, but you got to graduate on other things. That's what I'm talking about. And that's that's what it is with the law. The scripture said if you be led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. That's so right. You got to graduate on to the Holy Ghost, the Spirit. And a lot of people, I was talking to a guy 
And when mm-hmm. I told him that, he was saying, so that means you're going to be sinful. I'm like, no, that's not what that means. When you got the Spirit of the Holy Ghost in you, that's God. When you right. got the Spirit of God in you, Spirit of God, like, don't do that, man. That's sin. Don't do this. Don't do that. Righteousness didn't come by the law. Right. Uh, the Bible says that. It says, I do not first, first, I'm sorry. I do not frustrate the grace of God. Mm-hmm. If righteousness came by the law, Jesus is dead in the vein. Yep. Yep. Righteousness didn't come by the law. Mm-hmm. Um, the Holy Ghost is what give you righteousness. Right. Bible says, if you justify by the law, you are falling from grace. Mm-hmm. That's what the Bible says. That's what it says. It's so many different scriptures on it. Yeah. I says the law is not made for a righteous man, but for sinners and ungodly. And the law is disobedient. Yeah. I don't, be, I don't want to be a sinner. That's right. It ain't made for us. It's not. It's not. It's not made for the righteous man. For the man that's living after the word of God. That's the man right. That got his word in his heart and in his mind and in his soul. That's right. If he preaching, living, and filling the word of God and reading it all the time, that's that. The law is not for that man. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and I wanted to touch on that real quickly. There's so many different scriptures, man, about the law. There's a ton of them. That's that's one too. As you listen to what I'm saying, mm-hmm. like I was saying earlier, see if what I'm saying is lined up with the word of God. Because it's not my word. The Bible says we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord. Anything I'm telling you right now is in the Bible. So That's right. Just listen to what I'm saying. See if I line up with the word of God. Exactly. Um, Read the book of Galatians. Some of that, what he's saying is in Galatians. Yeah, man. There's so many, so many different scriptures, man. The Bible says the law. Uh, no man is justified by the law in the eyes of God. It's so many different scriptures, man. Yeah. Um, if you're going to keep one thing in the law, you got to keep the whole law. Yeah. So I can't keep the Sabbath day and then skip out on the sacrifices or skip out on uh, yeah. uh, certain other things that's written in the law. I got to do it all. Yeah. You got to do everything that's written in the law. Moses said, cursed is he that continues not in all things which is written in the book of the law to do them. Yeah. So if I don't do everything that's written in the book of the law, uh, just because I don't commit sacrilege, but do us thou still. Right. <laughs> you know, thou that says thou shalt not commit fornication, do you tell lies? Right. So you got to determine, you got to do it all. So you can't leave out parts of the law, you know, and, and we we see this a lot and we start to hear this a whole lot. And I'm hearing it more and more mm-hmm. and people are trying to dive into this stuff because all it is, they're going about to establish their own righteousness. They're trying to eliminate the righteousness, which is of God. Right. So, you know, they have a zeal toward God, but not according to knowledge. So, right. uh, you know, and Paul touches on them things in like in the book of Romans. So when he's, when he's speaking this stuff, man, he... He laying down the he laying down the spiritual things that we gotta walk in. We gotta walk in the spirit, not in the law, because the law is not a faith. It don't take me faith to to believe. To when I see a stop sign, well, I'm just gonna stop. Why? Because there's a stop sign there. Right. That's not a faith. It ain't got nothing to do with faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Right. So I don't even see it. No, but I'm hoping for. You know, if I already have it, why am I hoping for? Right. So in other words, if I see a stop sign, there's no hope. I just gonna stop. Right. It told me to stop. That don't mean it's in my heart or down in the root of my soul for me to do that. Mm-hmm. But Jesus came to implant that down in the root of your soul, down in the root of your thought, to cleanse your conscience from dead works. But the law can't do that. Right. So you got these people, man, and we, we you know, we battling and out here talking and debating and sometimes arguing with some people about certain things. But, hey, God is good. Yeah. Hey, is good. So, you know. Trying to get our Jesus up, yeah. you know. And Jesus said, "I didn't come to destroy, but to fulfill." Yeah. And so, all the law can be summed up in two, in two books. Yeah. So then Jesus, you know, he summed it up, and you know, in two verses by saying, you know, not two verses, but two, the first two commandments. And the greatest commandment is, "Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord with all your mind, heart, soul, and strength." And the second commandment is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. So on those two commandments, you can hang all the law and the prophets. So, uh, you know, uh, the Bible says, Romans chapter 13, 
that uh, that love is the fulfilling of the law. <laughs> Therefore, love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Mm -hmm. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. So then, uh, whenever somebody's talking about the law, well, it's supposed to be all about love. Mm -hmm. You know, loving God first, keeping His commandments with all your mind, heart, soul, and strength, and then loving your neighbor as yourself. And so, if we do them two commandments. You can hang the law and the prophets on both of them. Yep. And so that's what it's all about. It's all about love. And Jesus is, the law is like the mind said, is a schoolmaster. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like he said, man, you once I finish second grade, ain't no need for me to go back and do it. I already fulfilled that right. assignment. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm out of school. I done graduated. Now I graduated into Christ Jesus. Yep. So now it's time to put the law down because it ain't going to establish my righteousness. Yeah. Man, you know, another scripture could on mind when it says, uh, for the law made nothing perfect, mm -hmm. uh, but a bring in a better, better hope, hope did. Yeah, and that better hope is Jesus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's you gotta look for that better hope, man. I'm, like I said, I'm, I would never. I'm not speaking against the law. Mm -hmm. It's like I would never speak against high school or kindergarten. Right, or right. It's just that time has passed. Yeah. Uh, Obama, Obama served his two terms. I remember when he was done. I read a newspaper and it said he fulfilled mm -hmm. his two terms. Mm -hmm. Obama can never go back and be president. Never. Again. That time has right. passed. You know, so it's time. To go on to something excellent, to go on something more excellent, Amen. Receiving the Holy Ghost, so, mm -hmm. um, I, and I, I remember telling, um, I remember having the same exact conversation uh, with a girl, and she would tell me, "Well, how do I know I received the Holy Ghost?" Mm -hmm. well, that's a good question. You know, it's a good question. Mm -hmm. um, but there's certain things that just leave evidence. You know, like if, uh, if there's a hurricane. You're going to know if there was a hurricane in your city. It leaves great evidence. <laughs> right. You'll have houses move, <laughs> cars flipped over. I mean, nobody sleeps. Oh, there was a hurricane tomorrow? You know, there was a hurricane yesterday? That does not happen. If a hurricane come through, right. you're going to know. If a tornado hits your house, yeah, that's good. you're going to know. If the Holy Ghost hits you, you're you going to know. know. <laughs> it's not just, it ain't just, oh, I might have received it. Nah, if you ain't get it, if you ain't know that. You're speaking in tongues. that the Holy Ghost come upon you, you shall receive power. Yeah. And the scripture also says, Behold, I give unto you power to channel the servant and the scorpion, and overpower all the, over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by enemy hurt you. So, you get the Holy Ghost, man. Depression, fear, sin, right. alcoholism, drug, sex addiction, drug addiction, whatever, man. Right. All that, the Holy Ghost will give you power over all that. The devil, if, if you got a certain situation, experience, a person, mm -hmm. whatever. The whole, when you get the Holy Ghost, it's going to give you power over all that. Exactly. It, like I said, it, there's certain things. There's no way you're going to come across certain things and you're not going to know. It's going to leave evidence. Mm -hmm. And the Holy Ghost is definitely more excellent than a hurricane and a tornado. Right, right. I don't care. Lava, a volcano. Right. I don't care. A tsunami. <laughs> I don't care what it is. The Holy Ghost is going to leave evidence. Gonna you leave will know. You're going to speak in tongues. There's going to be so much going on. You're going to... It's just so much. I'm getting excited talking about it. Right. <laughs> that. Look for that evidence. That's how you know. That's how Look you Look for the evidence. And again... If what I'm saying ain't lining up with the word of God, they don't believe nothing I'm saying. If it, what I'm telling you, what I'm saying, Amen. you gonna find it in there. But if, if what I'm saying, I don't care who it is, me, your pastor, your mama, anybody. Right. If it ain't lining up with the word of God, don't listen to it. The Bible talks about the Holy Ghost. Everything I just quoted is in the scripture. That, um, about receiving the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues, getting mm -hmm. giving the power. It's all in the Bible, man. Just, all just in the study. Scripture. And I want you to get it for yourself because right. I had to get it for myself. Can't nobody... Everybody can get it for themselves. Right. You can't get in heaven off strength of my granny. Right. Like I used to think I could. <laughs> I thought granny would say, I'd be cool. <laughs> you got to get it for yourself. You got to get it for yourself. That's what's up. Yeah, you can't, and you can't be believing uh, 
uh, <laughs> like he said, when the Holy Ghost come apart, you're going to receive power. So you can't be believing when they say Romans 10 and 9, just confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. You're right. going to be saying, no, you're going to speak another tongue. Like he said, it's going to hit you. You're going to know that something has it's been a change. Right. There's power come upon you. Uh, and that's something that the law could not do. Yeah. The law couldn't do that. The law couldn't give you that kind of power over sin. Mm -hmm. You know, it didn't have that. It didn't have that within the confines of it. Uh, matter of fact, uh, Paul says, "Paul, Paul, let you know, you know, that there could be no law given that could give life. So then Jesus had to come. Uh, you know, so." You, you got to check the Bible. So Romans, I mean, not Romans, but Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 31, lets you know that God said right there, he said, I'm going to make a new covenant with the house of Israel, with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with your fathers when I took them by the hand and led them up out of the uh, land of Egypt. Mm -hmm. So in that, he's saying, I'm going to make something new. Uh, in order for something to be new, that means I got to do away with the old so I can bring in the new. Right. You know, it was one time I, I had an old car. I got rid of the old car. I traded in for a new car. <laughs> uh, you know, it replaced what I used to have. Yeah. And it had new features in it. It was more high tech. It was more into modern times. You know, it didn't have all of the tape deck and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. It had, a, you know, a Bluetooth in it. It had, you know, the GPS in it. It had all those things in it that come with the new. And so, you know, we, we, when we put, to get, put down the old, we begin to pick up the new. And Jesus even goes on to say that you don't put new wine in the old bottles. Mm -hmm. You know, because <laughs> otherwise them bottles will break. So people that's trying to keep the law, they're going to break. You know, they're going to burst because they they trying to add something in. And, 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 you know, to me, and, you know, anybody that reads the Bible, they can read this, that Paul lets you know that you think you a Hebrew. I'm the Hebrew of the Hebrews. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, touching the law, he was blameless. You know, he was bought up a Pharisee, the strictest sect after the law. Mm -hmm. So then if I don't follow after what Paul is doing, then, hey, there's something wrong. Because yeah. Paul is letting you know that the law becomes completely irrelevant when it comes to Jesus Christ. Because it ain't got nothing to do with faith. So we walking by faith mm -hmm. and not by sight. Yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Get your Jesus up. Um, and I, I'm just going over just different. A lot of topics I come come across. I'm just talking about you know, having faith in God and living by His Word. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people ask me about you know why why I don't uh, why I don't go out no more or why I don't mm -hmm. go here or you know go to strip clubs or you know whatever. Right. Bars. Right. Um. You know, the Bible says a friendship with the world is an enemy of God. Right. And whosoever his friend is well is an, is an enemy of God. And it says, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. So mm -hmm. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Um, so it's the world, you, you, you have to take, you have to get rid of it. You have right. to forsake it. Got to go. It's that simple. Um, when Moses was preaching to Egyptians and Pharaoh, he didn't preach to them and then sit down to eat steak and dinner with them. <laughs> right. He separated <laughs> himself from them. <laughs> Noah was preaching to the world. I like that. Yeah. When Noah was preaching to the world, he didn't say, thus said the Lord, you know, whatever, whatever. And then he sit down and have a couple beers with them. That's not what happened. They were separating themselves. Right. Lot, when he was living in that horrible city, Sodom Gomorrah, <laughs> he separated himself. Right. Um, <laughs> fellas, the righteousness don't have fellowship with, with the wicked. It's just light don't have fellowship with dark. You ain't going to come in the room and half the room going to be light and the other half is going to be dark. Yeah. It's just impossible. 
Um, so you got to separate yourself. Like the Bible says, come from among them, be separate. Touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. I was just thinking it. Uh, you you got you to gotta separate yourself. Um, Stole my scripture products. <laughs> you got to separate yourself. I mean, even from the music. That's right. One scripture I like to use is the music. It says, evil communication, corrupt good manners. Corrupt good uh, manners. Music is a form of communication. Right, right. And I know it seems so harmless. It's most but powerful. The devil is very smart, man. He, uh, what did it say? The Bible says, a little lump. Unleavened the whole bread. I think yeah, that's the yeah, scripture. Yeah, yeah. He'd come in with the tiniest idea, you know. Come in like, oh, it's just, it's just instrumental. Oh, <laughs> it's just, mm -hmm. it's just, just it ain't talking that bad. Right, right. And then you know that turns into you listening to you know, kill that dude, yeah, sex with that girl. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it starts that way. Or yeah. he'd come in with, oh, it's just her face. You can, you can think about her face. I think you know you're thinking about fornicating with somebody right he, he coming he's very slick so you got to be careful with that mm -hmm. well, he, it's just one drink right that's then you know you drunk you <laughs> didn't had a whole pint like, it's, you, you got to be careful you got to separate yourself from all those things mm -hmm. um, or else then you, you, you're going to be consumed by it it's, it's just that simple. right like, you'll yeah. separate yourself from that if you if you if you don't separate yourself from those things you're talking about yeah. Then you separate yourself from God. Yeah. So you're gonna be separated from one or the other. You're gonna be separated from God, or you're gonna be separated from the world. Yeah. Because uh, Jesus let us know clearly that no man can serve two masters. You can't yeah. do both. And like you said, music. Music is one of the most powerful forms of communication uh -huh. on the face of this earth, man. You can be a horrible speaker, but if you got great music, people gonna come. Yeah. <laughs> they gonna show up in droves. Yeah, that's why you got to get your Jesus up, cause you know who you, you know you got to be willing to separate yourself, cause um, a lot of the time the world wants you to entangle uh, yourself with them, with the affairs of this life. But no soldier that war entangles himself with the affairs of this life. So we got to be willing to put the world down. Um, we, def we are definitely living in the last and most evil days. Mm -hmm. um, we had a situation here in Ohio where it was a little boy. <laughs> Who wanted to be? No, it was a little girl who wanted to be a boy. And the person was in elementary, and you know some things are simple. You're a boy. You got a certain type of genitalia. You're a boy. You got a certain type of genitalia. Genitalia. You're a girl. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty evident. You know, I don't need nobody to tell me that. Uh, my body tells me that uh, itself. You know, the inside of my organs let me know this. You know, mm -hmm. I, I produce a, a sperm, and the women they produce eggs, and yeah. you, you can't do one or the other. So. There's no confusion there. The confusion is that people are lusting and they want to heap certain stuff upon their lust. And I believe the mom was touching about touching on that stuff earlier. But if we go seek after God and after the Holy Ghost, then He give us the power to overcome that that lust and them them lascivious desires. He able to help take that away from us and remove that from our flesh, and so we can become men and women of God. And we'll be found in His will. It's like the mom was saying, just you know, separating ourselves from from the world, man, and being not unequally yoked. With the non-believers or with the unbelievers, um, a lot of times we tend to want to fit into the crowd. And when you think about it, and, and one of my cousins, he had posted this on the on Facebook. It was a picture. It was a, a video of a bunch of deer jumping off a bridge, and all the deer just kept jumping. But you know what? Most people do that. People follow the crowd. Mm -hmm. They see people jumping off the bridge, and they yeah. jump too. Yeah. They see people doing drugs, they yeah. do it too. Even though they know what it does to you, they will drink. They will get drunk. They know the harm is going to bring to their life, to their family, the destruction it will bring into their life. Yeah. But they'll jump because the crowd is doing it. And a lot of people fold the peer pressure. But the Bible says, love not the world. Yeah. <laughs> These are the things that are in the world. 
Because all that's in the world is the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. And the world passes away in the lust thereof. So Peter let us know, save yourself from this evil generation. Yeah. So you got to be willing to dare to be different. Step out, get your Jesus up, and save yourself from this generation. Get your Jesus up, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's what's up. It's all about getting your Jesus up, uh, throwing down everything else. If it ain't in the prophets, if it's not written in the apostles or the prophets, throw that mess down. Uh, I did say mess. Uh, a lot of the stuff would be doctrine of the devil spun from the pits of hell, mm -hmm. as my mother would call it. So, uh, like I said, get your Jesus up. That's what this new little series is about, just getting your Jesus up, not sweating anything else. Uh, just trying to be like Christ, uh, be more like him and walking the truth. Right, God bless, and everybody have a blessed day.